boy, oh boy, do we have a great show for you today. Chalupas for everybody. Yes. Chalupas for everybody. We'll get into that here in just a second. Uh, also go uh, over the whistleblower uh, information, which I think is, eh, you know, kind of important. Kind of important. Uh, also, more on Ukraine and our finances today. There are some things. There are some things going on that I really want to talk to you about when it comes to uh, war and uh, and your finances. Coming up in just a second. First, um, we uh, oh we have no sponsor. Wow, we are the business is over. Yeah, it did collapse last night. You know, I'm uh, subtly seconds. wearing my Blaze Media T-shirt today. Did you see the Shut Up T-shirts are in? They're in. They're in. This is big. This is huge. I get mine. I I ordered mine last night. Yes, I even have to order them for some strange reason. Um, but uh, it'll be in next week. You got to get your Shut Up T-shirt because last night I was. We were doing News and Why It Matters, and all I could say was, shut up. You were in rare form on the News and Why It Matters yesterday. It was really funny. I mean, I I can't imagine it's going to air today. Uh, Like, they're going to continue the show after yesterday, but it was... It was funny. It was good for a last show. Good way to go out. Good way to go out. Yeah, good way to go out. It's a little offensive, especially if you're Chinese. Oh. of entertainment and enlightenment wow are there are there some things to report the um probably the hottest letter i've ever read from a president um came out yesterday Wait, what are their Ooh. hot letters have you read was it well, Clinton to Lewinsky? Lewinsky okay yeah. all right okay, no this this letter that went to uh Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, about impeachment. It is intense. It's intense. Congratulations. We're fully now in constitutional crisis, uh, which is which is just uh, f- fan- fantastic. Uh, also, we have more on what really happened uh, in Ukraine. We're going to concentrate a little bit on the whistleblowers that we did last night on the TV show. Today is a really important day on TV, and we're going to talk a little bit about it today on Chalupa. Chalupa. The woman I claim is the beginning of the fake Russia investigation. Wait until you see the connections here. Literally, House of Cards. That and some very important China news in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Alan's a listener of ours. He used to suffer terribly from constant back pain. He'd been in a severe uh, accident on the job, and his pain was so intense afterwards that for more than a year, he couldn't even really go to work. Uh, He was at wit's end, unable to imagine what he's going to do next when his wife told him about Relief Factor. Why is it always our wives? Why is it? They don't. She wouldn't. Lisa wouldn't tell you anything about relief factor or anything. Why? Why not? Do I don't know? think she loves you enough. Oh, I mean, I, I, I've I, seen her lately. She's getting hotter and hotter each as every day goes by. I've noticed this. You're not. 
I'm I've just saying that as well. Okay, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I have eyes that can see <laughs> and see in mirrors. So she's not telling you about pain because she's not listening to you anymore. Anyway, these are Alan, really good points. <laughs> it really. Is. So Alan's wife, who still loves him, told him about <laughs> Relief Factor over and over again. The guardian angels in our lives seem to be our wives, except for Stu. <laughs> After about three weeks of taping, taking Relief Factor every day, three times a day, Alan woke up in bed one ro- one morning, rolled over, and said to his wife, "My pain is gone." She said, "Well, I'm glad it helped." He said, "No, you don't understand." The pain is gone. Relief Factor reduces inflammation, major source uh, for pain, and it works for 70% of those who take it. For only $19.95, you can get a three-week quick start. That's small risk for a potential lifetime with less pain. If you happen to be a divorced male and you're living, you know, in some crumbum uh, sort of apartment building, I- I've been there, brother. Your wife isn't there, or your wife is there, but it's like Stu's wife. She doesn't love you anymore. <laughs> Just I mean, take can this. We, just take can we this. Get another theme for this particular. Just take this advice, mm-hmm. honey. Try relief factor. Try it. Just try it. Try it, because I'm tired of listening to you, or something like that. Uh, relief factor. Try it now. Go to relieffactor.com. Try it. I can't live with this guy named Stu another day. <laughs> relieffactor.com. How old is my wife? (laughs) She doesn't sound like that. That's my wife. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Someone's getting a different pill in the relief factor uh, (laughs) box coming soon. Honey, uh, this one will make you foam at the mouth for just about 30 (laughs) seconds. Don't worry about it. All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, what is happening in China. Stu, can you give me an update on what you have with the NFL and everything else? China's changing uh, in NBA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there seems to be a really increase in the aggressiveness Mm -hmm. of China Mm -hmm. over even just the past few weeks. The the ridiculous NBA saga with uh, Daryl Morey, um, who is an NBA general manager for the Houston Rockets. And uh, like just to put a an emphasis on this because mm-hmm. he tweeted out, I support Hong Kong, you know, support democracy mm-hmm. was, was just obliterated by not only the league, his owner, other owners. How dare you in- insult the people's Republic of China uh, and the, and the wonderful communist party was essentially the response. Now, um, after a real blowback from Americans saying, Oh, uh, wait, wait, what are you guys doing? You're siding with the Chinese government here. Uh, there was a little bit of a step back yesterday. Uh, Adam Silver, who is the commissioner, released a statement that I thought was really weak, frankly, that said, well, we're not going to crack down on people's uh, personal views if they're employees of the league, which was exactly what they had done for the past few days. Uh, he did make a, a statement and said uh, a little bit more clearly yesterday that uh, it, it, we're not we understand that he had a, a viewpoint and we're not going to uh we're not going to get involved in whether he's right or wrong um so there was a little bit of an improvement in the nba's position yesterday this did not help uh the opinion of china however who then not only has been taking down posters around the cities for the games that are being scheduled that were scheduled there they're not airing them they have a streaming service there that is not airing the games uh there's a big big pushback there and this is coming to a major head um, and you get the sense that South Park was right. You know, China basically is controlling multiple, uh, you know, 
large portions of our economy because they can hold us at gunpoint. And if you think this is bad, if you look at the way the NBA has reacted, it's going to point you to the to what you know Glenn has been talking about uh, for a million years on how they could do this with our entire economy. So I want to take you there. Um, first of all, let's just remember that something's wrong with our banking system. I just sent something to Bowie, one of our producers, uh, in the um, in the in the control room. If you could uh, open that up and put that chart up, this is something that Stu. Uh, found very interesting yesterday, and and you found this chart, I think, in the Wall Street Journal, maybe? It was a Wall Street Journal chart, yeah. Yeah, and um, you said you've been talking about this bank, this quiet bank bailout for a while. I just saw a graphic on it, and it totally changes everything. Yeah, uh, can you explain exactly? Cause yeah, it is, so this is the very repo, complicated. Yeah, yeah. very complicated. Yeah. This is the repo um, uh, market, and what happens is every bank has to have a certain amount of money, uh, you know, in their coffers when they close every night for the overnight. And uh, sometimes they're short. You know, they might be short five billion, or I mean, five million, or or you know, whatever it is, and so they borrow money from the other bank and they'll say hey we're short something can we just can we just sell you these treasuries uh and or you give us a loan based on these treasuries and we'll pay you one percent for the 20 you know for the 24 hours or the actually it's usually about eight hours and they're like fine and so it happens all the time the Fed doesn't usually get involved. Now, it used to prior to 2008, but it wasn't a very big deal. You would just go to the Fed and the Fed would take your asset and they would give you a loan and blah, 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 blah. The standard. However, not what's been happening. What's been happening um, since the oil fields went on fire, you will see now if you happen to be watching the blaze, let's describe this for our radio listeners. Um, you will see that the beginning of this chart uh, starts in 2005 and it is marked in billions of dollars. So you will see that the Fed was bailing these banks out or borrowing lending money to these banks every night, uh, you know, between... 25 and 48, uh, is this in billions? Yeah, billion dollars, mm-hmm. okay, every night. And it just rotates. You give it back the next day. You will see that in 2008, when Bear Stearns went belly up, you will see that it went up to $125 billion uh, every night. And we all know what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's a crisis situation. Correct. Right. Correct. Then they were bailed out, and it went to almost zero every night. For a long, long time. What, almost 10 Ten years? years? 10 years. 10 years of zero dollars. Zero. And then on September 18th, for the first time. So it's a, it's a kind of like a heartbeat graph mm-hmm. with one big spike up to 125, you know, for the Bear Stearns thing. And then it goes almost flatline all the way to zero. For 10 years. Which is the best case scenario. Right. For this particular measure. Then on September 18, all of a sudden it spikes up to $75 billion. Then by September 25th, it's at $105 billion. And then by October 2nd, it's $181 billion. More than it was during the 2008 collapse. Uh, a lot more. Mm-hmm. It was about 130 was the very top for one day. Uh, and then it kind of spiked back down. This is 181 billion and it's still going on. 
So we don't know what's going on with our banks. We have no idea. Now, let me give you how this ties into China. We are already in a precarious situation. I told you at the beginning that trade wars always uh, follow a certain pattern. And when the world is on edge, that pattern always ends in war. For instance, what was the Boston Tea Party? Yeah, basically trade a trade war. war. Yeah, trade war. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, trade wars between countries. When they are, when countries are in conflict, that's usually the last step. And here's what happens. The first step is there's some sort of uh, a political crisis, and that leads to some sort of a banking crisis. Now we had that. We had our we have our political crisis going on, and we also had our banking collapse in 2008. The next step always is the governments step in to bail their banks out, and they start to devalue their money. They start to just print money. Well, we've done that. Then, because other countries begin to devalue theirs, look overseas, look at what everybody is doing, the trade imbalances start to go crazy. And that's when trade wars start. That's the last step before war is a trade war. And there's a few reasons for it. Trade wars usually get nasty and nationalistic And so you start saying, well, we're not in this with them and they're not in this with us. And you start throwing barbs back and forth and it spirals out of control. And World War One, World War Two, both started by trade wars. Now, here's the next step. Here's the latest in our trade war. Now, this has been leaked. um, And uh, these people who leaked this should be... um, should be found. I mean, I really believe the White House is a sieve and we are leaking things for political reasons that are very bad. So here's what uh, we do know. I want you to recall that in in prior programs, we noted that the Chinese printed 51 trillion U.S. dollars in their money. Um, and used a portion of that to invest in Western and U.S. stocks and bonds. These were off-balance sheet holdings per their own financial stability report in 2018. So they reported this, but they was off their balance sheet. They printed $51 trillion. So you know if we gather up all the cash in the entire world, every... You know, every yak and every clam and every dollar and every uh, pound, we take all of it. That is $50 trillion. So they printed more than what the entire world has out in circulation. Half of that went 15, between 15 and 24 trillion is the estimate from the Bank of International Settlements that the Chinese now bought in U.S. stocks, bonds, and real estate. This according to their 2018 report. Marco Rubio introduced a bill in the Senate early this year requiring foreign holders of U.S. equities to report ownership structures, a backdoor way for us to know Who owns the companies? Who owns the trusts? Who owns the LLCs that are making this investment? 
the bill, for some reason, most likely China, never made it out of committee. We speculated at the time that it was possible that President Xi from China was weaponizing our own financial system against us, enabling him to crash the U.S. economy just by hitting a sell button. If they have 24, uh, I want to make sure this is right, yes, 15 to 24 trillion dollars invested in U.S. stocks and bonds, if he hits sell, we have a major depression on our hands. So something happened yesterday that is very important. And we'll tell you about it in one minute. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, I just want you to know, for anybody who has been listening to this show for a while, um, this is a very difficult show <clears throat> because we we oftentimes will do what I just did and said, I just sent something to Bowie and can she get it up? Um, this is a very hard job to to produce this uh, program. And uh, Sarah Sullivan, who has been with me almost since the beginning, um, uh, for personal reasons, took some time off and she was gone for a month. And uh, she's back today. And I can't tell you, Sarah, how much we missed you. And everybody who filled in did a great job. But this is an almost impossible job to do. And uh, and I can't tell you how glad we are. Um, Welcome home. Thank you. All right. They say home is where the heart is. When you consider the investment of time and money, attention and work, all the parts of yourself that you pour in to give your home a life of its own, you realize that a home is much more valuable than the house. It's a place where your family gathers around to shield one another from the storms of life. Your home should always be an investment, not a liability. And if you're in a variable rate loan or mortgage at 4% or more, you should give the folks at American Financing a call today. In 10 minutes, they can do a full mortgage review that could end up saving you thousands of dollars over the course of your loan. Some people are saving 100 to a 1000 over $1,000 every month. Your home's value extends far beyond the money that it's worth, but so does your peace of mind. Uh, please get your financial house in order. They can help you with refinancing. They can help you with a new loan. They can also consolidate those high-interest credit card debts. Please, please, I'm begging you, get your financial house in order. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, yesterday it was leaked that the Trump uh, White House may be looking into limiting Chinese investment in, uh, into pension funds and mutual funds, which would indicate that perhaps the speculation on China dumping or having the ability to dump trillions of dollars Uh, and crashing our system may actually be real Um, we know they printed the money we just and we know they intended on putting it into western and u.s equities and bonds but we don't know for sure because everything was purchased offshore it's all off books Um, so we need to know 
having China limit their investment into pension funds and mutual funds uh, is going to, A, probably piss them off, um, but I don't have a problem with that. Um, But it also could, it's another indication that we are preparing for something because there also was another significant thing that the president did uh, yesterday. Do you have my main prep sheet? The one that was all highlighted? Shoot. Um, there was a there was something called open skies that uh, Barack Obama uh, signed in as as law. And I remember when he signed it in, it was atrocious. It is one of the worst things I've ever heard any president do uh, as far as our security. Do you remember open skies, Stu? Uh, yeah, I remember talking about it. Okay. So open skies was our skies are open. Any country can fly any plane over us, and we don't have a problem. No, I, I have a problem. I have a problem. I don't want you. I don't want your Russian military jets flying over the United States of America. I don't want the Chinese to be able to fly over the United States of America unless we give them the ability to do that and tell them, yeah, okay, what are you bringing in? Why are you flying over this space? Okay, come on into our airspace. So yesterday, um, we lifted the open skies law. That, I believe, is really good. The question is, why and why now? You know, if this was something that was, you know, something that he had said, you know, I really think this was a bad law and I want to get rid of this. But we haven't heard him talk about it. Um, you know, we're that's a strategic move. Why did he do that again? I think he did the right thing and I think he did the right thing on China. I'm not for trade wars. They're dangerous. However, China is more so. And Donald Trump is the only one that has been willing to stand up to China. When we had George Bush in office, we kept saying, what are you doing? And he would just say, oh, you know what? Okay, so they're poisoning our dog food. Yeah, they're also making all of our medicine. Almost all antibiotics are made in China. That's not a good thing. If China decides to close doors, are we prepared? I believe... The White House is beginning to prepare us for those things, which, again, is a good thing. But it is another warning sign that things are getting hotter and hotter in this cold trade war. Just keep calm and carry on. Know the information. Don't panic. Just make sure that you are mentally and economically prepared for what may come our way. crazy nobody's talking about all this stuff yesterday i was telling you about the results of a 94 cdc uh, survey that found that americans were using firearms to protect themselves uh, and their families over a million times a year now that was 25 years ago today guns are used over two million times a year for the very same thing yet shockingly crime statistics are lower than they were in the 90s isn't that interesting it's almost as if If there are more guns in the hands of trained Americans, um, it has a big benefit on stopping crime. 
The USCCA is the fastest growing community of gun owners in the country, and they provide industry-leading education and legal protection to over 300,000 responsibly armed Americans like you and me. Right now, the USCCA is giving you seven free chances to win $1,000 for self-defense education and training. I want you to text the number... Eight, uh, text the number, uh, text the word Glenn to the number 87222. Learn more and claim your free entries right now. Text the word Glenn, G L E N N, to 87222. Go to blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn. Get 10 bucks off your subscription. Big show tonight. Again, we're going through all the impeachment stuff Big all show. week. Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed, and we have some bad news. The world is at war today. Uh, Turkey has launched their initiative to rid the world of the Syrian Kurds. Well, that's not possible, because yesterday the president tweeted out that uh, we are not abandoning the Kurds in any way. Uh, They're special people. They're wonderful fighters. And likewise, we have a great relationship with Turkey, so... Don't worry about that. And then Lindsey Graham, to the Turkish government, you do not have a green light to enter into northern Syria. Unfortunately, (laughs) they have entered into northern Syria. Is it possible they caught the yellow? The yellow light? (laughs) Maybe Maybe they just caught the yellow light. Just at the very end. It was very amber. (laughs) Very amber. (laughs) But we didn't didn't have a a camera at the the light. Right. (laughs) We don't know. So Turkish warplanes have started to carry out airstrikes on civilian areas. Apparently there's huge panic among the people of the region. There should be. I wonder why. This is this this is going to go down as look, I I I want our troops home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want our troops I home. I want to be out of all of these foreign entanglements. However, when a country says that they are going to commit genocide, you take them at their word, especially when they have a history of genocide. The Kurds, the problem is these Kurds are not good guys. Now, they happen to be on our side against ISIS, but they're not good they're not they're not Americans, okay? They don't mm-hmm. they don't love America. They're they are communist Marxists. Um, and they they would be fighting us just as fast. But that's not why Turkey is going in to get them. Turkey wants the rest of Turkey back. This is all about what is it? The Balfour line. What was that line called? Um, you know the line that we 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 made that ISIS was trying to make a big deal out of that they had. Okay, well, You're testing we'll have to go me back. with my yeah. yeah I know. I We've done so many shows on these things over the last <sighs> ten years. This is all but it was about a division after after World War after I. World War One, mm-hmm. and right? we divided yeah. it. And uh, ISIS was trying to take that back for Mm -hmm. the, you know, the caliphate. And now Turkey is trying to take that back. And Turkey doesn't want just Syria. They also want the Iraqi Kurds who are really pro-American, who we have abandoned every time, Mm -hmm. who are really good people. There are also Christians in these communities in Syria that are being bombed by Turkey as of right now. 
So we have abandoned the Kurds that wiped out ISIS. We helped them. And then we just said, see ya. And Turkey had been saying, we're going to go in and slaughter all those people because they're terrorists. Okay. And as President Trump said, he's, he's fought them off doing that for three years. He's been telling them, no, just hang on. No, we're, we're in the area. No. And I, I don't know if he got tired of telling them no. No, I think what's happening is I think the impeachment is, um, is now starting to affect policy. Because the president's uh, the president needs to fulfill some promises. You'll notice in the last yeah. week we've been talking about the border, uh, and and there's all kinds of news about the border on how many you know a million plus came in last year, uh, and like a, what is it, a hundred and sixty miles of the border has just been completed or something like that. They've been doing that. He wants to get out mm. of war. Nobody is helping him in the Pentagon and the State Department get out of these wars. And so he's just starting to say, screw you. We'll put alligators down at the southern border and I'm going to pull them out because you guys wouldn't do what I asked. And I believe this is a a a function of uh, deep state, but not the way we think of deep state. When we think of deep state. People usually think that's a star chamber and everything else. That's not the kind of deep state we have. Although the Ukraine thing is beginning to look like it. We don't have a deep state like that. What we have are these career people in Intel, career people in uh, the State State Department Department. that have their own policies that they believe Mm -hmm. is right. And so they will thwart the president because they know they'll outlast him. That's the kind of deep state we have. And uh, I think they just refuse to move. This is what President Bush told me when I was in the office. I was in the Oval Office, and he tried to calm me down on something. And he made it worse by saying, look, whoever gets in and sits behind this desk is going to make almost the same decisions because they'll get the same advice and they'll have the same facts they're working on. Well, Donald Trump doesn't care. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like that advice, and he doesn't mm-hmm. care about those facts. He says that this has been caused because of decades of screwing it up. So we're not going to screw it up anymore. And he talked the other day about his great and unmatched wisdom. He he believes his <laughs> wisdom is unmatched, <laughs> and so he's going to decide. It definitely comes, okay. doesn't it come off, though, as if Turkey's <clears throat> just pushing us around? I mean, yeah, it does. They yeah. they are coming. They're basically demanding get out, get out, get out, get out. We we say yes. They have the balls to, to go send ahead. a communications director to write a, an op ed in the Washington Post, uh, saying, "Look, yeah, we're going to go in there and we're going to get these guys because they're yeah. a terrorist organization that's been working with the United States, by the way." Uh, this terrorist organization, we're going to go in there and protect all of our people, and and that's going to happen. I mean, they're announcing this in our newspaper. Basically, get out, mm-hmm. and then we'll go in and take care of this the right way. Yep. That's a, that's a weird position for the United States to be in. These Kurds are reminiscent to me of the Mujahideen in Afghanistan, who we also supported, mm-hmm. and we also armed, and we also funded, and they were the enemy of our enemy, and they were fighting against the Soviet Union, so it was cool then. That's kind of like and these Kurds now. And they turned into and, Osama bin Laden. Yeah. And but that I, doesn't mean you just allow Turkey to right. come in and do whatever they well, please. So here's the problem. Here's the problem. I wouldn't have a problem 
if Turkey was doing this, this is between Turkey and Syria and the Syrian Kurds. But the but Turkey is on the record wanting all of the land and they want all Kurds dead. Yeah, they're trying so, to reestablish the Ottoman Empire. Right. And so the problem with this is, is this is not like these Kurds were, uh, you know, are super bad. They are in some regards. We were using them like the Mahajadeen, or mm-hmm. however you say, I never could say those that name um, as uh, it, it, we were using them, and they're bad guys. Mm-hmm. However, the real problem for me is Turkey's stated goal over the last decade has been to get rid of all of the Kurds, get rid of all of them, kill them all. Mm-hmm. So they are talking about a genocide. If they were just talking about these particular Kurds because these guys were causing problems for China, but not the or for Turkey, but not these Kurds over here, you know, we don't care about their race or whatever, but they do. This is genocide. And I think a lot of times this winds up in a zoom out situation where we're looking at the big picture and talking about these in general concepts. But what's actually happening here is we had, what, a couple of hundred troops who were not fighting on the front lines in Syria, assisting uh, the Kurdish troops in that region. And that was what was keeping Turkey out from wiping all these people out. So we pull yeah. out 150, what, 200 troops out so they can stand across a, an invisible line in Iraq and watch the Kurds get slaughtered. And by the way, when we say we want to bring our boys home, they're just, is, is Iraq home? Because they're just pushing them across the border to Iraq. They're now in Iraq. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're home. So can I ask mm-hmm. you, can I ask you a question? What do you do? Because... I don't want to be protecting or be in bed with the Syrian Turks or Syrian uh, Kurds. I don't I don't think that ever works out well. They always turn into Osama bin Laden. Always they turn against us. So I don't want to help them. I didn't want them. I didn't want them to be on our side, you know, uh, from the beginning. Look at every time we get into bed with a world power or any power that is bad. We did this mm-hmm. with Russia. <laughs> the Russia was our ally. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Then what did we do? We created the biggest foe because we said they were good. No, they weren't good. Look at what we're doing with China. We are creating our biggest foe because we're saying that they're good. They've never been good. They killed 60 million people. So I don't want to be in the round, around the world going, you know what? We're just best friends with you, and we're in bed with you, and we'll help you with the military, and you'll help us, and that's great. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. So how do you end that? How do you end it? Unless you just say, yep, some people are going to be killed, but I got to pull them out. Well, I mean, what Trump has promised right here for to potentially fight against this is massive economic to destroy their economy right and let's not going to you don't yeah. think he's going to take that step not on not on so syria either. not on syria he'll let them kill them in syria all right man that's all right, well we'll see i mean i i don't i assume he does not want that to occur obviously so um you know he and he did threaten that publicly so we'll yeah, see i mean you know for syria and publicly for syria well yeah uh, his, i think he said he, he wouldn't act. allow turkey to come in and just and and take the kurds he said something about if they do something inhumane <clears throat> yes. which i guess is a is a line that's a little different than them coming in i mean i think genocide as the op-ed says in the washington post uh during a phone call with the president of of turkey on sunday 
Uh, President Trump agreed to transfer the leadership of the counter-Islamic state campaign to Turkey. That's how the op-ed opens. This is from the Turkey, the communications director wow. of Turkey in the Washington Post today. Can that possibly be true? I mean, he... Uh, you can't turn an anti-Islamic no uh, movement over, over to, to... Turkey. Right? To Dude. an Islamic... Doesn't sound uh, uh, like there's going to be a good outcome from that. Right? Authoritarian That's state. Uh, That's bad. Now, look, I, a lot of teams. I think we've come to a point with war, and I made this point, I think, a couple times before, but where we kind of judge it by the wrong metrics, where like we're like, you know, here's the length of time from the beginning of the invasion to today, and now it's our longest war. Like, I hate that argument when it comes to Afghanistan because, like, we can say, is that. Yes, it is. Let's just say it is our longest war, which I, you know, I, I quibble with because what what is war, right? When you think of war, you think of World War Two, continual of, battles. Uh, yeah, exactly. Every day, like uh-huh. yes, we are Active still fighting. involved in this situation. But mm-hmm. would you rather have a a one week war where five hundred thousand people are killed on your side, or would you rather have a very long war with very few people killed, which is the new style of war? I don't like war at all, but the idea that one hundred and fifty people being kept um, in what seems to be relatively, for that region, safe circumstances because they're not on the front uh, uh, lines of battle, to prevent an, uh, an entire uh, you know, group of people that have assisted us to get it wiped out does not seem like um, the, the idea of being world, the world's policeman. I think the world's policeman is we are constantly mm. invading Honestly, places. The, and, yeah, the, the world's the policeman yeah. is what Donald Trump promised he would do. If you do something wrong, then we'll come in and we'll punish you. Well, that's the world's policeman. Right. A peacekeeping force, which they never are. No. But a peacekeeping force is what we actually were doing there. You know, we were, he was keeping security, the, forces, security force, just mm-hmm. making Helping. sure that things, Training. you know, are are stable and they don't fall into extremist hands. So we were helping, right? We were helping with airstrikes. We were helping with resources. We were helping with training and advice. But what was our real role there? Our real role there was Turkey's the Turks not coming in while our guys are there because they don't want to they don't want to conflict with us. And yeah. almost the instant it happens, they're in. Mm-hmm. No, it is the And they promised it in our newspaper, in our capital. Despite the the warnings from the president and a U.S. senator. They did it anyway, which looks really bad for us. Again, who is this? Is the warning real? I mean, if if they really had this call where Trump said, yep, now this is your gig. If that actually happened, I I mean, obviously somebody's not telling the truth. Now, I I would tend to uh, support, uh, believe our president over Erdogan. (laughs) So, but still, like... That needs to be sorted out, and, and you got to think the president of the United States, if he sees this and they're just lying about this phone call, he's got to be infuriated today. I would think so. Well, maybe Nancy Pelosi can get a copy of that phone call. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our sponsor uh, this half hour is Simply Safe. I've been uh, we've been talking about uh, Simply Safe's home monitoring system and and how you can increase your peace of mind through the day by having it installed in your home. But there are other places you might want to protect as as well. Maybe you have a kid who's going to college right now, living in a dorm. If you remember what college was like, you know dorms are essentially a um, a fouler smelling version of the Wild West. 
And it's worse now, I think. Semester is uh, drawing slowly to a close. The holidays are right around the corners. Why not give your college kid the gift of Simply Safe? It is the gift of peace of mind. Simply Safe state of the art monitoring makes it easy. There's no contract, no hidden fees or fine print. It starts at $15 a month. I think this is a great holiday gift. Even if you're a grandparent and your kids don't have an alarm system, this is great. It's it's an inexpensive way, but the best way to protect a home. Simply Safe has a huge deal going on right now. SimplySafeBeck.com. You go there, you get a free HD security camera when you order. It's a hundred dollar value. You'll have eyes on your home twenty four seven. Video evidence of somebody trying to get in. Plus, your free HD security camera is a hundred dollars. Uh, f- value for free right now at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. This is the Glenbeck program. believe we're going to have some more christians we're going to need to rescue uh out of syria we have uh we have rescued now uh 35,000 christians and moved them out of the area it's a number i heard last night i, I don't know if that's just in the last couple of years or last year um but we're going to have more now in syria and we so desperately need your help uh, you can donate to help these Christians who are going to be targeted for extermination by Turkey. Um, and it's happening in real time right now. Uh, please donate to the Nazarene Fund, please. Uh, we got to get those families out of there. Uh, also, um, because I can say to you on the air, every dollar goes to those things. We have to have a fundraiser every year um, that pays for all of the salaries and everything else. We have a ball that is happening October 26th. It's Saturday. It's here in Dallas. Please check this out. I'll be there. Everybody will be there. We want to meet you and thank you for your support. This is a really important fundraiser. Go to mercuryone.org slash m1ball and grab your tickets now. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You tired of having? Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. For millions of Americans, their pain has dramatically changed their uh, quality of life. I've met with members of this audience who have real debilitating pain, and their stories are truly, truly heartbreaking. But there was hope at the end of the tunnel because they took relief factor, and their lives changed. I mean, they had a good life and then cascaded into a fog of heavy medication for pain, terrible choices, terrible consequences, and then back to pain. Most Relief Factors clients are folks that just can't enjoy taking a walk or playing golf or just playing with their grandkids, but the results are the same. They all get their life back. At least 70% of the people who try it get their life back. Try it, please. Just try it. Get your life back with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start. For only nineteen ninety-five. if you're in pain, what do you have to lose? Try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work, stop taking it. But if it does work, you get your life back. 
If you want a drug-free and natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That is relieffactor.com. Boy, Stu, now with now with uh, Turkey going in and invading Syria, things are changing. We have to talk about that. We have to talk about the Nazarene Fund because we're going to have more Christians to rescue. Uh, we'll get into that. Also, what happened, I think it was in Philadelphia with the 76ers. People exercising their free speech on Hong Kong were escorted out of the game. More in a minute. The fusion Mm. of entertainment and enlightenment. Boy, we have... The world is changing so fast. Um, Turkey is now has now crossed the line and is has invaded Syria. Um, their stated goal or their stated uh, intent over the last ten years is to have a genocide, get rid of all the Kurds in the area, and take all that land back, not just Syria but also uh, into Iraq. They wrote a Washington Post editorial that basically said, you got to get on board with us and it's all going to be sunshine and lollipops. And if they if they still want to fight ISIS, they can fight ISIS and we're going to help the Kurds. Yeah, I think I remember the Germans saying that about the Jews. Can we take them at their word? Donald Trump has. China is getting worse by the hour. Also, the world is destabilized from impeachment, and I want to start right there in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So our country is embroiled yet again in a battle against corruption and wrongdoing. The Democratic Party continues to seek impeaching the president, despite the fact that when all the chips fall, it seems the lion's share of corruption, especially in uh, Ukraine, all is on their backs, uh, their backside, not the GOP. Nevertheless, each and every day we watch the circus unfold and it is destabilizing the world. The constant assault on our Constitution, the rule of law, the rule of the, the, the idea of freedom and liberty. Wait until I tell you the story of what happened to the NBA and the 76ers yesterday in, in Philadelphia because of China. These giant corporations are on the wrong side, and I don't want any part of them anymore. They are going to be remembered as Nazi collaborators. They are. They're on the wrong side, and they are collaborating with the communists that have killed three times more than Hitler killed. This is bad. Now, a lot of companies, how are you going to pull out of? Because they provide an essential service. Or you just, you really want to watch basketball. Okay. All right. Well, there is one service that you get that is critical to you that you can replace with better service and better prices. And that is your cell service. Patriot Mobile. This is one company that was started by veterans and is working hard every day to fight the insanity. And they take some of their profits and they, they invest in, in causes that you and I believe in. 
your cell phone company right now most likely is giving to something like Planned Parenthood or La Raza. Your phone company, depending on which, what, which one it is, is giving to both of those. No thank you. Stop arming the enemy. Stop battling for one thing, but then giving your money to the opposite side. Switching is really easy. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. This is critical that we start we start frequenting and supporting those companies that are actually standing for American ideals. Patriot Mobile, you'll get the same great service. You're going to save a buttload of money. Easy to switch. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call them at 877-367-7524. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. So I don't know how much of the... uh, uh, if I'm going to be able to repeat a lot of stuff, usually I like to update all the way through the show on the main themes of uh, of the day. But I don't know if I'm going to have time to do much of that today because news is unfolding fast and furious uh, in the uh, first hour. Go back and listen to the podcast today. You can find it wherever podcasts are found. Uh, we talked about the trade war and actual hot war and the history of that and how it is beginning to look like we are in some ways preparing for that. Uh, Yesterday, Donald Trump did some very important things with the open skies law that Barack Obama uh, signed into office, a very bad security risk for the United States. He has repealed that. They're also talking now that he is um, going to uh, propose that we have to know who is funding uh, your 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 mutual fund? No more offshore stuff uh, going into the stock market. We need to know who's who owns the, that stock because we suspect China is is has their finger on a sell button, which could cripple us. Um, Turkey has just invaded Syria. They say that it's all sunshine and lollipops, and you know they want to help the Kurds. Uh huh. Uh, they're on record talking about how they want all Kurd country back. These are not the Kurds that we have abandoned in the past. These are not the good Kurds that we think about. Um, these are the Kurds in Syria. They are Marxist communists. Um, they're, they're authoritarians. Um, but there are Christians living among them. Lots of Christians. And I believe Turkey wants to commit genocide on all Kurds. I believe Turkey, once they get Syria under control and they control that part of the land, uh, they're just going to move into Kurdish country in Iraq, which then we have a then we have something else. I mean, a lot these Turks, a lot of these Turks took some of the Christians that didn't want to leave. And the reason why the the uh, Christians didn't want to leave is because if we leave, they'll erase all Christian heritage. They'll, rec- they'll erase everything in this. We've got to have Christianity thrive in the Middle East or at least have a presence in the Middle East. And the, the Kurds are the ones who took many of these people in. They have been great, great friends of the U.S., great friends of Christians. We are going to have thousands of Christians to move out of Syria again. Uh, and we really need your help. 
the Nazarene Fund is low on funds because we have been told that, you know, you have been told that, you know, everything is fine over there and the Christians are fine. They are not. It, nothing could be further from the truth. But that's what the press wants to report. And so they do. But that's not true. Now with uh, Turkey going into Syria, all of those Christians are panicking this morning because they're already being bombed by Turkey and Turkey will level it. So they are all starting to gather their things and leave. And this has happened before. There is a, um, a, a Christian village called uh, Batnea and it was occupied by ISIS and it was 6,000 Christians were living in there and the artillery fire came. Uh, they destroyed all the, the, uh, the buildings, all of the uh, the uh, Christians were either killed or escaped. Population of Christians, some of them uh, were displaced. They went up with the Kurds. It has just been, it's been horrible, horrible. Finally, uh, the militias were um, taken out. ISIS was killed, and we were able to um, get these Christian this Christian territory back. Now, here's the thing. The militias are allowing Shia Muslims to claim the empty Christians homes and the property. So what they're doing now is the Shia militias are coming in and they're taking all of this, this property and the central government in Iraq is not supporting the Christians. There are no good aid groups there to help. The only aid group that is there right now is the Nazarene fund. You, you created a monster. I mean, because of, because of your heart, you created the, an iron wall. The people we have working for the Nazarene Fund, they're not going anywhere. We've lost two operatives. One has been shot 19 times. He's still alive. He won't stop. We're like, you got to stop, dude. You got to stop. And he's like, never Last month, the Nazarene Fund installed three industrial generators that are now supplying power to this Christian town so Christian families can return and be added to the grid. We're supplying the basic services, reestablishing civic and cultural anchors. Um, We are there giving people who are hanging on by a thread a chance to recover and return to their homeland. Last weekend, 35 Christian families returned, and we were there to greet them. We really need your help. Please, if you can, this is going to happen now in Syria. And we are going to have thousands of people that are going to need to escape. I think these people are going to end up going to other countries um, because there's no place left for them anymore. There's no place left. Now that Turkey is trying to reestablish the Ottoman Empire, there's no place left. We have Iran coming in. We have Turkey coming down. We have Syria absolutely on fire. We have uh, um, Israel all by itself. Where are they going to go? Please help us at the NazareneFund.org. And I ask, I, I can tell you that every single dollar, we just did an audit um, on the people who are helping us with the Nazarene Fund. And I can tell you that every single penny went to these missions nobody nobody's salary came out of this um, no office space nothing every single penny 
goes to help them. Which, I now have to ask you, the unsexy thing, we do a ball every year, and we do auctions, and we do everything we can. We work so hard to make this something of value because we invite you to come down um, to Dallas or just buy, just just go to uh, mercuryone.org, M1 Ball, and look. There's many ways you can participate. We do this once a year because this is the thing that pays for all of the salaries and the light bills and the buildings and everything else. It's intense. Um, we are... We are going to be talking about how we are going to double our efforts um, soon on some new projects, and we really need your help. Please, uh, this is next. It's not next Saturday. It's Saturday after? It's the 26th, I think. Um, let me look here. Uh, 2019 ball. It is happening Saturday, October 26th. And you can come. You can buy a ticket and not come. Buy a table. Um, but uh, it's mercuryone.org slash m1ball. We would really appreciate your help, especially today. Now, let me talk to you about Donald Trump. Why is Turkey going in? Donald Trump said, we're leaving the area, but you're not going to go do that. Well, they wrote an op-ed. The the Turkey, what is he, the Turkey Minister of Communication? Yeah, Communications Director. He says, this is how it starts. Uh, during a phone call with President Erdogan Sunday, President Trump agreed to transfer the leadership of the counter-Islamic state campaign to Turkey. The Turkish military, together with the Free Syrian Army, will cross the Turkish-Syrian border shortly. George Washington famously said, again, this is the Turkish communication director telling us what George Washington famously said, that America must steer clear of permanent alliances. America, American officials have been saying for years that their partnership with the terrorist organization, Kurdistan Workers' Party Syrian Affiliate People's Protection, uh, Protection Units, or YPG, is in the fight against uh, Islamic State was tactical. So our alliance with this terrorist group was tactical. Trump's latest decision reflects that view. I mean, that, that feel, it feels like they're just pushing us around. I don't really care. I don't really I really don't care. I think this is something different than 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 that. Um, I think what you're going to see is a world. I mean, let me give you this. Let me give you this story, because this makes the point. Look at you said to me yesterday, is China getting more aggressive? Didn't you, Stu? I did. It does seem that way. Yes. And the answer is, yes, they are getting more aggressive. There is also another story that I have about Russia, and Russia now is going into uh, Europe, and there is a there's a group of Russian, it's a it's a military hit squad really, um, and these these Russians, and I'll give you all the information here in a second, uh, are now going in to destabilize Europe. Why is this happening? This is happening because the world is unstable. Why? Because they think the president of the United States is weak. Now listen, you go lion hunting or bear hunting. You better take that bear down with your first shot. You don't want a wounded bear. 
a wounded bear, a, a, even a, a you wound a bear and he starts pumping adrenaline and coming towards you, you can shoot and shoot and shoot. The bear could be technically dead, but just the adrenaline that's in that bear can maul you to death. This Nancy Pelosi wounded the bear. They wounded the lion of Donald Trump. They didn't take him out. The rest of the world sees this now and says, oh, my gosh, the president is so distracted. We can do anything. Because he's weakened with his his people in the country. Congress is keeping him busy. He's not going to want to do anything right now. You have the wrong president. And I want to continue down that line in one minute. You know, being grumpy in the morning is exactly the sort of thing that makes you take uh, a look at that guy in the break room with his coffee and uh, and his question about how much you're liking the weather that we're getting and punch him right in the I love Monday smiling face. Do you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? That's why a good night's sleep is really critical. That's why I sleep with my pillow. Uh, it's you know one of the things that helps me not have to go to court from punching people in the morning. Right now, you can get a great discount on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers, including their buy one, get one free offer. Buy one pillow, get the other one free with the promo code BACK. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Even better, if you pre-order a copy of Mike Lindell's new book, your entire order is going to ship for free. So order something heavy. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on MyPillow products, including buy one pillow, get the next one free. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio specials right now at MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. First came the destabilization campaign in Moldova, followed by the poisoning of an arms dealer in Bulgaria and then a thwarted coup in Montenegro. Last year, there was an, ass- an attempt to assassinate a former former Russia spy in Britain. Uh, and through all of the operations, they had the fingerprints of Russia's intelligence services. Everybody saw these initially as isolated incidences, but they're not. Western security officials have now concluded that these operations and potentially many, many others are part of a coordinated and ongoing campaign to destabilize Europe. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to I'm going to have an aneurysm. I really am. We told you all of these things. We told you all of these things before Donald Trump was elected two years before he was elected. This is an elite unit now inside the Russian intelligence system, skilled in subversion, sabotage, and assassination. The group is known in Russia, in the higher echelons, as Unit 29155. It is operated for at least 10 years, and yet we, at least we're saying, 
We just only recently discovered this. Intelligence officials in four Western countries say it is unclear how often the unit is mobilized and warn that it is impossible to know when and where its operatives will strike. The purpose of Unit 29155, which has not been previously reported, underscores the degree to which the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, is actively fighting the West with his brand of so-called hybrid warfare, a blend of propaganda, hacking attacks, and disinformation, as well as open military uh, uh, confrontation. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why are we starting to see the entire world start to fall apart? It's not because Donald Trump is a is a hammer and is hammering everyone. It is because he is appearing weak right now. He's appearing weak because I don't think people really understand what's happening. And you're not saying he is weak. No, you're saying I'm saying to the rest of the world because of impeachment. Okay, they're you gotta remember this going on and they're saying this is the time to move. Yes. And you have to remember, just like we see things through Western eyes, they see things through the eyes of their country. So in their country, they know coups happen. They know that, uh, you know, a prime minister can be, you know, uh, recalled or or impeached, if you will, just with a no vote confidence. They have no idea what it means and what it takes and what is actually happening here on the ground. But I think that works to their advantage because they are also the ones who are fomenting a distrust of one another. Now, our politicians in Washington, they are only making things worse. And we're going to see increased instability. Because the president to the rest of the world looks like he's been weakened by Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats with this impeachment hearing. So things are going to become more unstable and they don't have any idea they are dealing with Donald Trump. He's not your typical president. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You ever make a secret code when you were a kid? Way to pass information back and forth with your friends where the adults around you couldn't understand what you're doing and ruin your life. Seems like a silly concept looking back, but the truth of the matter is that in adult life, we face a much more sinister version of the same thing every day in the form of cybercrime. That's why you need Norton Secure VPN. It's an easy-to-use virtual private network that uses bank-grade encryption to hide your online activity. It creates a secure tunnel, a code, if you will, for the information that you send and receive. So cybercriminals can't see what you're doing online or what you're sending when you're connected to Wi-Fi. It also helps protect you from companies that want to track your browsing activities. Just install, log in once, and let it run in the background. Get Norton Secure VPN and browse privately. Secure your connections today. Just head to norton.com slash VPN. Protection starts at $333 a month for the first year with annual enrollment. That's norton.com slash VPN. Terms and conditions do apply. BlazeTV.com, promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks off, a lot more on the impeachment and everything going on. We'll get into it tonight. 
Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, there is there's a lot happening today. Uh, things are accelerating. Uh, we have Turkey uh, starting to drop bombs in Syria, uh, which they first said they weren't going to do, uh, or Trump first said that he wasn't going to allow them to do, and then it was if they don't if they do anything inhumane. So we are we're displacing thousands of Christians today in Syria, and they may die if we can't get them out, um, because I do believe that Syria is on a genocidal uh, tirade. Um, even if it doesn't happen right now, they're going to be in charge of of what's going on, and they are looking to reestablish the Ottoman Empire. And that is a stated goal. And I know Ottoman Empire, that's crazy. That's as crazy as the caliphate. Listen. Don't listen to the so-called frickin' experts because they're wrong every step of the way. Take people at their word. Russia has also started using a new unit, what's been around for 10 years, to destabilize Europe. And our officials in Washington are wondering what's happening. Listen. Because we told you what was happening. We told you clearly this was coming. All you have to do is listen to the people who Putin listens to. Meanwhile, the impeachment hearings are making our president look weak to the bad guys in the world. You think there's a reason why China is upping the game? you damn right, because they think they can win. Meanwhile, yesterday, the president repealed the open skies law, which allowed China and Russia and everybody else just to fly their military jets in our airspace with no problem. No, no. That was a bad law, but why did the president revoke it yesterday? Things are heating up. Listen to the first hour of this podcast today to find out just what's happening on Wall Street and what is happening with stocks and bonds and the bank bailouts that the Fed is doing. It is time now more than ever to keep calm and carry on. You cannot blindly support impeachment or support no impeachment. Don't blindly do it. You must have the facts. I told my staff today that we need uh, we need some things up uh, on my set for the five o'clock because you can't understand. Nobody is un- nobody is explaining this to you, and we are going to explain it every freaking night. We are going to go through it every night because people need to understand. Last night, we went over the whistleblower. Let me just give you some of the highlights. Here's how the usual whistleblower complaint is handled by the intelligence community. It's very simple. There are five steps. First, whistleblower has to come to the inspector general. The inspector general then has 14 days to determine if the complaint is credible and of urgent concern. You don't come in and file uh, uh, something. You go to the inspector general 
and you say, hey, listen, this is what I'm hearing. Well, what are you hearing this from? What, what, where did you get this? Did you see anything? They have 14 days after you go in and meet with the inspector general to see if it's credible and of urgent concern. Now, the urgent concern language is really important. An intelligence community urgent concern is defined as relating to the, quote, administration or operation of an intelligence activity within the authority of the director of national intelligence involving classified information. You can't just go to a member of Congress. You can't just go in and uh, and and circumvent these things you have to go to the ig because even if you have a top secret clearance doesn't mean you have clearance to see everything that's top secret it's top secret do you have a clearance yes what's your need to know so members of congress don't have a need to know things if they do they then can ask for those top secret documents and say i have top secret clearance but it's very important. Not everybody has any secret. Not everybody can just go to Area 51 and find the alien bodies. Do you have a need to know? All right. The information. Step three. If the information is deemed credible and urgent, then the IG is required required to forward it to the, nas- the Director of National Intelligence. Then the director of national intelligence, the DNI, has seven days to submit that report to Congress. However, if the information is deemed not credible or no action is taken, the whistleblower then can go directly to Congress, but capitalized, but he is required to tell the IG and work with the DNI to ensure that he isn't exposing classified information that he is not supposed to. Okay, that last step is incredible. You can go to Congress, but you have to inform the IG and the DNI because they have to look at that and say, wait, 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 wait. You can't tell them that because they don't have the clearance to know these things. Now, that's the way it is, and we've seen this in every movie. Jack Bauer or any Tom Clancy character, Jack Ryan, is always in trouble because he's like, I'm just going to tell them. You can't tell them, and they always get in trouble for telling them. Here, this guy's going to get a promotion. What are we doing to our intelligence community? We are equipping them. We are arming them. All right, so that's what normally happens, but that's not what happened this time. Here is what happened. The phone call between President Trump and Ukrainian president occurred on July 25th, and then there's this weird 18-day gap. 18 days. The guy didn't file any kind of complaint. Well, he probably had to hear it from the water cooler. Did it take him 18 days to do it? Here's what happened. You follow the usual official process. The complaint should have gone directly to the IG. But the New York Times broke the story that the whistleblower went straight to the House Intelligence Committee. This whistleblower skipped steps one through four. He only used half of, uh, of number five. He went directly to Congress. That's, that's only one, one line in step number five. 
He didn't inform the IG. He didn't inform the DNI. No one. He went right directly to the Senate Intelligence Committee. Now, why is that? Why is that? What kind of responsible whistleblower does that? Cuts the system out. Because they could have gone to them and gotten nothing. But then the rules state, as long as he did that, he can go to Congress. Now, here's the part that they really don't want to, uh, they don't want you to know. What guidance did the Democrats give this whistleblower? How much and what information was shared? This whistleblower is a CIA officer, and he just revealed classified information without permission from the director of intelligence or the IG. And that 18-day gap before he decided to actually follow the correct procedure is not him deciding and tossing and turning because he went to Congress to Adam Schiff and the Intelligence Committee. That's in one of those glass rooms. You've seen them in, you know, the movies where they go into the glass rooms and you have to sign in, you have to buzz in, and then you sit in there and everything that you say is totally top secret. Nothing can come out of that room, okay? This guy went into that room and talked to Adam Schiff and who and Schiff and who else? Who else was in the room? Who else heard it? Was it the full committee that heard it or was it just a few? Did the DNC attorneys, did the attorneys for Adam Schiff that are in that room, did those attorneys help craft this whistleblower's story? What is, what does Schiff know? When did he know it? Who else knew it? What was said? Who were the attorneys in the room? Did they help? Because here's what we know Schiff said. Okay, you've got to go get a lawyer. You've got to go get a lawyer? That's not in any of the procedures. You've got to go get the IG. You've got to go to the DNI. No, no, you've got to get a lawyer. And you've got to prepare this case. For what? Schiff knew about it. I believe Schiff and possibly the attorneys in that room broke all kinds of laws, helped him craft this, then sent him to an attorney firm. And you're not going to guess who this attorney firm is. This attorney firm, the, the odds of this happening are just, I mean, so coincidental. The main lawyer representing the whistleblower is Mark Zaid. Shortly after the president was uh, inaugurated, Zaid co-founded an organization called the Whistleblower Aid. Its main page now says report government and corporate lawbreaking without breaking the law. But that's not what it said when it was first established right after the president was uh, inaugurated. No, no, no. Fortunately, whatever is online is forever. What it used to say was, today, our republic is under threat. Whistleblower aid is committed to protecting the rule of law in the United States and around the world. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But it almost seems like a setup, a partisan attack on Donald Trump. They didn't do it during the Obama administration. They did it right after Donald Trump was elected. And then, and then what they did is they went out 
and tried to goad people into uh, spilling the beans on Trump. They were on every street corner and every, you know, every uh, subway stop going to the Capitol. They stood on street corners in D.C. handing out pamphlets and whistles so you could whistle blow. They hung signs up in the D.C. metro that said, uh, you know, you've got to blow the whistle on this. This is the guy? He just happens to find this guy's firm. Or is this a partisan set up from the very beginning? It's at least worth knowing before people start to say, yeah, I'm with this impeachment. It's at least worth the president being able to present some of these things, but nobody's doing it. We are five o'clock tonight. I tell you who the main player is. We expose the documents. We expose has uh, tonight. Tonight, we're going to introduce you to uh, the uh, real Underwoods. Francis Underwood and his wife, Claire, were, I always thought, were the Clintons. No. Mm-mm. They were actually based on another real-life couple, good friends of the Clintons, who are even more brutal than the Clintons. How were they involved? The Underwoods were involved in Ukraine? you damn right. Wait until you see the story of the Chalupa. Tonight, 5 o'clock, join us, blazetv.com slash Glenn. blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code is Glenn. Join us now, we'll see you at 5 o'clock. That's 5 o'clock Eastern time. That's, that's hey. 2.15 Pacific. By the way, while you're saying that, it was hard to take your monologue seriously with the hat you're wearing. You like the hat? I really like the hat. Is that new? <laughs> yes, it is the new uh, Glenn's Original Recipe uh, hat. Glenn <laughs> it looks original. like your face. On a bucket of chicken, doesn't it? It's great. I love it. Last night I was reading some of the comments of people who watched the show, and they were like, I can't. I mean, I just, I'm having a hard time seeing past Colonel Sanders. <laughs> and I'm sorry it's so di- distracting, but people have been saying that. So I decided to embrace it. Yes. And so now the Colonel Sanders uh, gear, the Glenn Beck's original recipe hat with my face on the bucket of chicken is on the front. Uh, and the t shirts are even better. Is it shop.theblaze.com? Yes. You get that? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay. Uh, all right. Zip Recruiter. So. You thought you hired the right guy for the job. All smiles, positive affirmations the day you hired him. Uh, You were so helpful. However, uh, it's become apparent in the last few months, you hired hired a dude with all the job skills of a caveman. Unfortunately, this particular caveman is about to discover fire the hard way. The only problem is you've got to find another caveman and hope he's not a caveman. This is where ZipRecruiter comes in. ZipRecruiter does not depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and then invites them to apply for your posting. And the result is you get qualified candidates fast, no cavemen. You, you get the great candidates that are applying. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get their candidate within the first day, many times in the first few minutes after posting. 
See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free right now at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-C-K. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're going to give you an update on what's happening on the other side of the world with China and Hong Kong. You know, 76ers uh, last night at one of their games, um, people were chanting, um, what was it, free Hong free Kong? Free Hong Kong. Yeah, free Hong Kong, mm-hmm. free Hong Kong. They were escorted out of the building, out of the arena. The NBA thugs took those supporters of freedom in Hong Kong and threw them out in Philadelphia. At a 70, as in 1776ers, thrown out for freedom of speech of supporting freedom on the other side of the world. What's happening to us? You're listening to Glenn Beck. We've got a couple of things we have to uh, cover today. Our sponsor um, uh, this half hour is realestateagentsitrust.com. We have over 1,000 active agents strong and another 5,000 who are on a waiting list to join. They share my vision of how real estate should be done all over the country. We uh, named the, country, the company realestateagentsitrust.com because that's what it is for me when I pass them on, and I know you're going to feel the same way. Because we have really done our homework. We have looked for real estate agents. Doesn't matter what agency they're in. Not all real estate agents in every agency are good. There are those that stand out all across the country. And why do they stand out? Because they have a high sense of purpose. They are very efficient. They, they respond to their customers' needs. They have built a base of customers to where the, when they start to sell a house, they know how to market that house. They know how to price that house. This is what you're going to find in a real estate agent when realestateagentsitrust.com responds to your need of either buying or selling your home. These are all people who are fans of the show, and they they all have your same kind of work ethic and your same ethic of, uh, you know, your word is your bond. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Buy or sell your next home and get the best deal. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Quite honestly, I don't know what to do uh, with Hong Kong and how we can help other than the president willing to speak out in the way Ronald Reagan used to about an evil empire. But I don't think that's going to happen because of things are so tenuous right now. But but our corporations could we could free Hong Kong. This is there's no there is no. 
uh, better thing that conservatives could stand for than this right now. Corporations just want to make money. Yesterday, in Philadelphia, of all places, two people were chanting free Hong Kong. They had signs. First, their their signs were taken away. And then they were asked to leave because they were chanting free Hong Kong. Uh, the NBA is is saying, oh, well, no, that was that was no big deal. Really? I'm going to give you a list of games that are playing tonight. If you happen to be going to see any NBA game anywhere, you and your friends need to start chanting free Hong Kong. It's time to push back on these companies that are going to be remembered as Nazi collaborators. China is not the happy place that everybody in corporate America wants you to believe. This is this is capitalism at its most grotesque. And yet a lot of the ones that are doing it are the social justice warriors of corporate America. It's all going to come crashing down on their heads. Don't let it come crashing down on yours. The truth about China in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck program. What do you owe yourself? I mean, take care of yourself first. You owe yourself a comfortable bed to sleep in if you can. When you get into your car, do you owe yourself a comfortable, dependable car that will reliably get you where you need to be? Yeah, if you can afford one. Now, here's the thing. These are things that you wouldn't owe yourself, um, you know, if you didn't care about what you can do with that time where you're not sitting on the extra on the side of the road you're with that money of not having repairs or just being able to have a good back after driving a long distance or sleeping in a really uncomfortable bed well the same is chair the same is the true with you the chair that you sit in at work you spend more time at work in that chair than you most likely do in bed This chair, the X chair, has a dynamic variable lumbar support system. This is the next generation of great office chairs. And they have one to uh, fit any sized wallet. So you can get $100 off right now at xchairbeck.com. They're all on sale for $100 off, xchairbeck.com. You can call and order one at 844-4X-CHAIR, but I really recommend that you go to xchairbeck.com and you see which chair is right for you. They have financing for as low as $29 a month. So, again, you have the prices for all size wallets and financing. You owe it to yourself to sit in the best chair possible. Also makes a really great Christmas gift. And 30-day money-back guarantee right now. XChairBeck, promo code uh, Beck. XChairBeck.com, promo code Beck. Marion Smith is a civil society leader, expert in uh, international affairs. He has been the executive director of Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation since March of 2014. I I love this organization. Uh, they are fighting to keep the uh, the the multiple holocausts and programs alive in people's minds, so we don't forget the victims of communism. Uh, and there are. Over a hundred million of them now, just from the last uh, century. Marion uh, is from uh, South Carolina, and what I love is he is also the National Civic Art Society chairperson, which I don't know somebody with your credentials how you got them to give you that role, but God bless you. Uh, Marion Smith, welcome. 
Uh, thank you, Glenn. Great to be with you. So can you just these corporations, is it an overstatement to say uh, that these corporations that are in bed for the cash of China, that they are uh, going to someday possibly be remembered as the kind of company that the Nazi collaborators were? Well, I, I think, you know, 30 years ago, the Berlin Wall fell. And in, in the days after that, if someone would have said that in 2019, it would be America's business elite, sports, entertainment uh, elite that would be ushering in a censorship state inside of the United States, along with you know giant tech companies, I don't think anybody would have believed you. Um, but China has effectively intertwined themselves uh, into all elements of American society. They have been uh, very strategic and silent about it. They have appealed to, uh, to greed and to short-term interest. And the uh, fallout right now over uh, the NBA's refusal to uh, stand immediately with Daryl Morey, uh, eventually after China um, you know, punished the NBA, um, Adam Silver had statements uh, defending uh, free speech. But it's very clear the leadership of the NBA came down very heavily on, on Maury, and he deleted his original uh, tweet supporting Horrible. Hong Kong and, and issued an apology. Horrible. Um, but, you know, the fallout of all of that is, I think, revealing to Americans uh, just what's wrong at the very top of so many of our institutions, and that is that they have made a deal with the devil and the Chinese Communist Party. Um, they have made money, and they have pretended that they're uh, advancing uh, democracy and political values of freedom uh, by trading or, or conducting business uh, with, with China. But simply not the case. Yeah, the, we're, and, we're, yeah. Not, we're not bringing our culture into theirs. We're bringing our products into theirs, and they are bringing their, their culture of, of intimidation into our country. Well, the problem is that it's not even working on the business side anymore. Um, you know, internationally, China, with their Belt Road Initiative, is, is is essentially standing up a alternative to the you know rules-based uh, international trading system that the United States has defended, which respects free enterprise, and they're uh, you know engaging in neo-mercantilist, exploitative um, you know trading policies with essentially uh, countries they're trying to make client states. And in those countries, they also uh, present their, their values of authoritarianism. Um, but then businesses, Western businesses operating in China, have increasingly been pushed out now that their technology has sure. been stolen, their business practices have been copied, uh, they're being pushed out as well. And then, of course, the entire national security uh, element to this and, and, and the infiltration of um, companies and, and firms that are important uh, for, for U.S. national security. Um, you know, all of this has been made possible by the silence uh, in American society about the nature of, of the People's Republic of China, silence on the human rights abuses that they've been conducting, and it's been a bipartisan problem. So give, um, can you give me a, give me a rundown, um, because your organization is about the victims of communism, and so you document these things and keep these stories alive. 
Tell the American people the kinds of things that they're doing. For instance, the guy who was wearing a Houston's Ro- a Houston Rockets T-shirt tried to light the Chinese flag on fire. He was picked up by the Chinese police and disappeared. What happens to people like that? And what is their real record on human rights? Well, the record on human rights, uh, going back to uh, Mao's Communist Party and when they took over China in 1949, since that time, the Chinese Communist Party uh, is responsible for the deaths of some 50 million people. Um, The Chinese Communist Party remains the single deadliest entity in world history. And, uh, you know, that was through purges, that was through land reform, that was through uh, the Cultural Revolution. But they will say they will say those are things of the past. We're not those communists anymore. That is what the, that is what the uh, propaganda has been in the West since 1989. Um, and, and Americans were eager to believe it. Um, and yet in, inside of China throughout that entire period, they were devouring their own people and ethnic minorities. The cultural genocide in Tibet uh, has continued in, until today. Um, and more recently, we've seen, of course, the, uh, the update of a gulag system, a 21st century gulag system in, in Xinjiang or East Turkestan, where one and a half to three million Uyghurs and, and others, and, and there, there, there have been documented cases of Christians in those camps and of non-Uyghurs, non-Turkic people in those camps. Um, but it's basically a three-tiered uh, um, uh, camp system where you have re-education camps, you have forced labor camps, and then you have sort of um, factory towns or factory complexes where if you're really good and you make it out of the first two camps, uh, you can work um, in, in one of those factory complexes. It's, it's essentially a modern-day gulag, and, and to have up to 3 million people out of a population of 11 million in that province, it lets you know the scale. And in those camps, we do know that there is ideological training, um, you know, treating adults like they're four-year-olds and uh, making them cite um, you know, gibberish from Mao and Xi Jinping and, uh, you know, claim, uh, proclaim allegiance to Marxism and Maoism. And we know that there is uh, low-skill, uh, labor-intense, um, you know, uh, products being made in, in those facilities. Uh, sadly, uh, some of it, clothing, we know for fact, uh, has ended up in, in, in Western countries being sold in stores. Marion. How serious is the threat of China to freedom around the world? Well, we are. We have begun to see um, the the nature of, of the of the party revealed externally. Uh, they have for now seventy years. You know, uh, this this month uh, the People's Republic of China turned seventy. That means they have officially outlived the. Soviet Union, which fell apart in its 69th year. Um, and, you know, in, in 1990, the Soviet Union no longer believed um, that its system was, um, was better than the West. Um, they didn't have a confidence in, in, in Marxism-Leninism. But what you see today under Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party is absolutely 
an arrogant confidence that their system is just as good, if not better, uh, than democracy well, and are, human rights. They are the, the people of China are not rooting for the Hong Kong people. Um, they, they actually are convinced now that they're, they're terrorists. Well, of course, to, to understand uh, anything about China, it, it, we have to remind Americans that we can't trust them. We can't trust the economic data. We can't trust the polling numbers. We can't trust statistics that they put out. They lie. Communists lie. The Chinese Communist Party lies. It's been, it's been uh, documented across all industries, medical data coming out, economic uh, data, et cetera, et cetera. The Chinese people, sadly, don't really understand what's going on in the outside world. Um, and that's partially because American engineer, tech engineers and tech companies like Google and their project Dragonfly mm. have been helping the Chinese to perfect um, a more total totalitarian system than Orwell could have ever dreamed of. And because of that, you know, things like the Tiananmen Square massacre, things like the Hong Kong protest um, and what's really going on in the outside world are not known in China um, because of the effectiveness of the censorship authorities and, and the measures online and, and the draconian punishments uh, for anyone um, like that individual you just mentioned who was making a, a statement supporting the, the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Um, so, but, but to see that same kind of uh, punishment uh, given by American companies against their employees in the United States um, you know, we, we had last year Marriott fired an employee for tweeting something critical of, of China in the United States. Um, and, and you see it, uh, Blizzard, an, an e-sports uh, company, has just fired a number of people uh, over statements made by one of their gamers uh, in support of Hong Kong. But why is Hong Kong so important? Because it proves uh, to the world that Chinese people can be uh, prosperous, free, happy, without the Chinese Communist Party. And that's an existential threat to the propaganda of Beijing, which has done its best to make sure that everybody understands that China is the party, the party is China, and to criticize the party is to somehow criticize the Chinese people or to be racist against Chinese people. That's just not true. Marion Smith, Executive Director of Victims of uh, Communism, you uh, do amazing work there and we are so appreciative of everything that you uh, stand for and do and fight to keep alive uh, you can follow them victims of org, victims of org, or you can follow um, marion at vo communism at vo communism thank you so much marion appreciate it thank you glenn for seeing it clearly you know, sometimes you're waiting for a flight. By the way, I've got some things that I think you should do, and I'm going to do them. Um, but uh, I'll give you some solutions on things you can do. Anyway, you know, sometimes you're waiting for a flight, and you charge your phone, one of those USB charging stations, uh, you know, so you have something to pay attention to when you're on the, on the flight. I have bad news for you. Cyber criminals uh, have been caught modifying those USB connections, and when you plug in, it installs malware on your phone or to download data without your knowledge. These are crazy times. There's t- oh, I'm surprised you can't trust anything. That's why you need LifeLock. 
LifeLock will detect a wide range of identity threats, and they keep you informed if and when somebody out there is trying to get a hold of or sell your information online. If there is a problem, their U.S.-based restoration specialist is going to work to fix it. So don't let somebody steal your information. Get LifeLock today. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. Act now, and for a limited time, get 30% off your first year with promo code BACK. Call 800 LifeLock or visit lifelock.com. Use the promo code back and save 30%. Offer expires October 6th, so don't wait. Join lifelock.com now. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, so I'm going to change the uh, banners on all of my uh, social media to uh, Free Hong Kong today. I think that's something that everybody can do. Um, uh, I'm going to tweet the truth out about China and take a stand. If these giant corporations can't do it, we as citizens certainly can. And I think it's time to tell these giant corporations, you're on the wrong side. You are not. You are, you are excusing a country and a government that is killed you don't 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 you even think about talking to me nike about human rights and how oppressive america is you're just trying to get the chinese market you are grotesque anyway i think we should start tweeting the truth about china uh and uh let them know that you know you you can say whatever you want the American people are not buying into it. By the way, I'd also like to see, because I'm sure that this was just an isolated incident, in Philadelphia, where the Declaration of Independence was signed. Whew. Uh, yesterday at the 76ers, as in 1776, uh, two people were asked to leave the 76ers game uh, because they were chanting free Hong Kong. Now, they were playing, the 76ers were playing a Chinese team. So that might have been, you know, because these guys were so racist against China. It's like you can't USA, USA, USA if you're playing a Mexican team. You can't do that. That's just, that's horrible. They can say whatever they want, but we can't say. So it was probably just that they were, well, they were Chinese themselves. Uh, but uh, they were probably racist uh, against themselves somehow or another. But that's probably the line from the NBA. I think the NBA should be shamed. So the Dallas Mavericks are in Detroit playing the Pistons tonight. Orlando Magic, Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta, Miami Heat, Charlotte tonight, uh, New Orleans the pelicans that is uh, that really is yes. the pelicans mm-hmm. it's a very oh, intimidating bird the pelicans they scoop you up at any time oh that's horrible <laughs> the pelicans going against the bulls in chicago utah jazz in milwaukee tonight if you're going get your friends to go and chant free hong kong Get everybody in the stadium, and I know this are just preseason games, but get everybody there to chant Free Hong Kong. Send a message to China and send a message to those weasel-ass companies like the NBA who are 
trying to play both ends. All they are are greedy. They don't care. Now, the NBA can be expensive to go to games. Luckily, though, mm-hmm. these are preseason games. So not only can you go on StubHub right now, Utah, Milwaukee, six bucks, you can get into that stadium tonight. Go um, and then videotape yourself. Make sure you have your phone recording <laughs> it. It's also going to be very quiet for an NBA game because, you know, these things are not well attended. Uh, well, they need to hear mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. No, what I'm saying is yeah. if you're loud... They will hear you. Yeah. Because this is, they let them respond to this. You know, I'm, it's amazing that in the United States of America, we have to sit here and say, you know, maybe we shouldn't praise uh, the, the, the countries that's killed more people, as Marion put it, more people than any other regime in it's history. It's the deadliest yeah. entity yeah. in the world. The I mean, Chinese Communist Party. The side of what? Infectious disease? Yeah. That's basically it. The only that other thing. Is- that is crazy. Mm-hmm. And you can't speak out in America because the corporations want to make money? Draw a line in the sand. This one's an easy one. Go to the NFL pre- NBA. preseason uh, or NBA preseason and and chant free Hong this Kong. is the Glenn Beck program. Well, sports are alike. NBA and M- NBA doesn't matter. NFL, NCAA, FDIC. Anyway, you dreamed of owning your one of those. I don't think is a sports team. Uh, uh, you dreamed of owning your own home. You've pictured the white picket fence, the tire swing swaying under the oak tree, the breeze dancing across the blades of freshly mown lawn and carrying with it on its back the sound of children laughing. What you didn't dream of is the day you were trying to sell that piece of crap. Uh there are romantic notions that we all have uh, that, you know, kind of fall out of the bottom of the box quickly or they stay alive. And then for some reason, you have to sell the home you love. It sucks. But don't be at the mercy of a bad real estate agent. If you're if you don't have a great real estate agent, you're in even bigger trouble. Go to real estate and sell your home and buy the next home for the right price realestateagentsitrust.com they know how to price your your home to get it to move they're the best in the area realestateagentsitrust.com go to blazetv.com use the promo code glenn you will save 10 bucks off your subscription all the latest on the impeachment coming up tonight Hello, America. We're glad you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you very much. Tonight at 5 o'clock on Blaze TV, we take a look again at the chalkboard, the deleted scenes of the Democratic inquiry into uh, Ukraine. Tonight, we're going to focus hard on uh, a woman that you've probably never heard of. Her name is Alexandra Chalupa. She's the only one that could make anything at Taco Bell seem like something I don't want. Every time you talk about this story, all I do is think about the toasted cheddar chalupa, which is only at Taco Bell for a limited time. Okay, we need... And I need to get I think we need some for the show tonight at 5 o'clock. Anyway, um, she was part of the chalkboard special that we did last week, but we didn't didn't spend a lot of time. What we're going to do is we're taking each point on that chalkboard and we're breaking it down. There is so much information on her... 
We can't even get it all into one episode. But I want to give you some of the highlights, okay? She is the the daughter of Ukrainian immigrants. She grew up in California, been a career Democratic operative since she finished her degree at the University of California Davis Law School in 2002. She helped set up the meeting in 2016 at the Obama White House with the Ukrainian prosecutors in which the Ukrainians were instructed to look into Paul Manafort by the Obama administration. She also worked with the Ukrainian embassy in Washington to research Manafort, Trump, and Russia. She worked with Yahoo News, the journalist Michael Isakoff, to publish those findings, which then eventually found their way into the FISA report. She works for the DNC. Now, um, there's a lot of things. I'm going to go into a lot of the stuff, you know, she had... um, she had lots of jobs with the DNC since 2013. She has worked for the democratic national, uh, the democratic party's national ethnic council. In addition to her side gigs for the DNC trafficking Ukraine dirt on Trump, according to the FEC records, the DNC paid her $412,000 between the years 2004 and 2016. She was also paid separate unknown amounts by Democrats abroad It is truly amazing that you've never heard of her, and yet all of a sudden the spin machine is operating overtime with her. Uh, Yesterday, the Washington Post ran a fact-check story deflecting for Chalupa, running with the DNC's version of the story that Chalupa was basically just a regular old soccer mom. She's just a soccer mom and a very concerned citizen, just doing a little part-time work during the 2016 election, mobilizing ethnic communities for the DNC. Well, that's great, except that's the party line. The party line is that she left the DNC in 2016, July of 2016. Chalupa says she continuing researched Manafort on her own after that and sometimes shared her findings with the DNC and the Clinton campaign. Okay, totally believable. Oh, and the Clinton campaign officials say they never received any information from Chalupa. Oh, but she says she delivered it, but they're saying, well, case closed, because if Clinton said it, it must be true. This is a pretty good darn alibi for the DNC, a contractor who's supposedly working on mobilizing ethnic communities, who just happens to be a passionate defender of all things Ukrainian, and who has tons of Ukrainian government contacts, and who happens to visit the Ukrainian embassy in Washington a lot. Maybe, if somebody looks into it, it's not such a great alibi. In January 2017, a Politico story came out that blew the lid off of Chalupa and the DNC-Ukraine connection. She responded on Facebook saying, quote, I was a part-time consultant for the DNC running an ethnic engagement program. I was not in opposition research for the DNC, or, and the DNC never asked me to go to the Ukrainian embassy to collect information. Yeah. Now, my contention is she's the woman who kind of came up with the Russiagate scandal. And I laid it out on the chalkboard. You can watch that. It's free at YouTube. You can you can watch it uh, on my Facebook page. You can watch it at Blaze TV. But this is an amazing part time gig. The DNC paid her over seventy one thousand dollars. During the 2016 election alone, that's a part-time gig? What a sweet gig! 
Second, if the DNC did not explicitly act her, ask her to pump the Ukrainian embassy for information, no one, including Chalupa, denies that she was definitely pumping them for information while she was on the DNC's payroll. Trying to paint Chalupa as an innocent actor is going to be a losing battle if anyone cares to tell the story. Chalupa, along with her two sisters, Andrea and Irina, are uh, the one-stop shop for Ukrainian political activism. In addition to became, uh, uh, being an, uh, an occasional journalist for outlets like the Huffington Post, uh, where there's a story about how Andre Chalupa founded Digital Maiden in 2014. What is Digital Maiden? Well, that's the company she founded, the sister, to uh, support the removal of the Ukrainian president, Yukvanovich. Maiden refers to the name of Independent Square in Kiev, and Digital Maven was organized to tweet storms and to flood Twitter with anti uh, Yukonovich messages. She also does tweet storms aimed at Donald Trump. Huh. And just three weeks before the 2016 election, she did a, uh, a tweet storm with the hashtag treasonous Trump. Now, Chalupa's other sister, Irina, is no less active, uh, active in Ukrainian affairs. She's been a journalist in Kiev and was a longtime editor at the Atlantic Council. Now, I've never heard of the Atlantic Council. What's that? It sounds like it's Atlantic and it's important. Well, uh, she was the lead contributor to a biweekly report called Ukraine Alert. Interesting side note here, a senior fellow at the same think tank is a guy named Dmitry Alperovich. He's the co-founder and the CTO of CrowdStrike. Wait a minute. So her sister is a fellow uh, board member at... The same place with the guy who was the co-founder and CTO of CrowdStrike. That's the cybersecurity firm that the DNC hired to investigate the 2016 hacks. The Atlantic Council also receives considerable funding from a Ukrainian oligarch named Viktor Pinchuk. I wonder if this is why the president said, look, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to look in to CrowdStrike and one of your oligarchs. I wonder if this is who he's talking about. Pinchuk is a former member of the Ukrainian parliament and sits on the International Advisory Board of the Atlantic Council. Incidentally, he also happens to be one of the more prolific donors to the Clinton Foundation. In 2013, the Atlantic Council awarded Hillary Clinton its Distinguished International Leadership Award. But really, I mean, she may have gotten it, but it's just an honor just to be nominated. Back to Irina Chalupa. She now works for an organization called StopFake.org, which started off as a site to verify and refute disinformation and propaganda about events in Ukraine. But now they fact-check, debunk, edit, translate, research, and disseminate information in 11 languages. You can't make this part up. Guess which organization funds StopFake.org? It's the International Renaissance Foundation. Guess who that is? 
I know you know the answer, but it's delightful and delicious to reveal it tonight. But that is only about one and a half pages of what we're going to be revealing tonight out of a 10-page script. Tonight, you don't want to miss this. I am going after this show to work on the chalkboard. It is another chalkboard, this one just about Chalupa, and we're going to break this down every single night. All of the points on the chalkboard, because when you start to see... It's like that chalkboard that I showed you was was pretty complex, right? Now, let's go in and show each one of those events, because when you show each one of those events with the documentation and the proof, this is the biggest scandal in American history. And it is why they are willing to throw Joe Biden overboard. It is why Joe Biden is not taking this thing and running hard with it and saying, see, this guy, he just wants to make me into the bad guy because he's he wants me uh, to not be his rival. That's that's why isn't Joe Biden just crazy everywhere on all of this? Because Joe Biden knows when this thing comes down, he's the fall guy. This has very little to do with Joe Biden other than being the DNC fall guy. Because this thing, this scandal, has all of the big names in it, including the DNC right at the head. Don't miss it. You are somebody, you are going to be the one that has to get this word out. Because nobody else is doing it. You'll notice that people are are starting to do stories a little bit, but they're not going really in-depth. And it's hard. It's really hard. It happens to be my only skill, is to make hard things understandable. Please don't miss a single episode as we dedicate uh, ourselves to really unraveling this impeachment thing. Because if they get away with this, they can do whatever they want, whatever they want. Tonight, 5 o'clock, if you are not a subscriber, please subscribe to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. And yes, we will be posting these on uh, YouTube later, um, and we are going to connect them all. So you will be able to share them with your friends from YouTube. Uh, but we ask you to subscribe. You'll get everything first. Um, you'll be the most well-informed person in your circle. Uh, you will know this inside and out. And most importantly, your contribution goes to help pay for all of this research. So please join us, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Become a member of our show. Uh, become a team member. Promo code Glenn. Alan, who's a listener of ours, used to suffer terribly from constant back pain. He had been in severe accident in his job, and the pain was so intense afterwards that for over a year he couldn't even go to work. He was at his wit's end. I can't live this way. I can't live this way. He was unable to imagine the rest of his life. That's when his wife told him about Relief Factor. God bless our wives. After about three weeks of taking Relief Factor every day, three times a day, Alan woke up in bed one morning, rolled over and said to his wife, my pain is gone. She said, quote, 
I'm glad it helped, honey. He said, no, you don't understand. My pain is gone, end quote. Relief factor. It reduces the inflammation, the major source for most pain, and it works for 70% of those who take it. For only $19.95, you can get the three-week quick start. That's a small risk for the potential of a lifetime with less pain. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, so we got some news uh, at the beginning of this uh, show that uh, Turkey is now, they have crossed the border into Syria. Uh, this is a, a serious thing. I hope that it doesn't turn into what they've really always wanted uh, it to turn into, uh, and that is genocide of the Kurds. We removed our people, and they told us they were going to come in, and they have. Uh, and... Um, there are bombs falling from the sky now on Christian communities and Kurdish communities, and we pray for them, but we also can do something else about it. Uh, the Nazarene Fund is going to need to get a lot of those Christians to safety, and I'm afraid that we're going to have to get the Kurds in northern Iraq, which are different than these Kurds. Um, I think we're going to have to get those guys uh, some safety as well, because Turkey has stated they want the Ottoman Empire back, and that's Kurdish territory. Um, so we, we really could use your help if you want to donate to be able to get these Christians out of harm's way. Uh, just go to the NazareneFund.org, NazareneFund.org, and help us rescue these Christians. There's something else that is really, really important. We cannot do what we do, which is 100% of all of the proceeds that come into anything Mercury One does, 100% goes to the cause, okay? It does not go for the building or for the paper and the phone calls and everything else, because I've always hated that. When, you know, you donate to something, you expect it to go to the cause, not to staff, we do one fundraiser a year, and it is our, our M1 ball. And this year, I know money is tight, um, but this year, for some reason, our, our ticket sales are down, and we really need you to come. This is how we keep the doors open and ensure that no money goes anyplace other than the cause. Um, and we just did uh, our yearly audits. And we spend a lot of time, not a penny goes to anything else, but we need your help funding the actual operation. And uh, you can do that by buying a ticket to our M1 ball. It is happening a week from Saturday, the 26th of October here in Dallas. You can buy a table if you want. You can buy a table and say, I can't come, but give those tickets away to somebody else. And we will. Um, however you can help, or you can just donate to our general fund uh, at mercuryone.org. But go to mercuryone.org slash m1ball. There is a lot of work to do all over the country, 
uh, and all over the world. And we really need your support. MercuryOne.org slash M1Ball. And the other address to not forget, pray on, is the Nazarene Fund.org.